This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. We continue in Dafa Shavua. We are learning Meseches, Yevamois, Daf, Kuf, Yud, Beis, Amud Beis. Meseches, Yevamois, Daf, Kuf, Yud, Beis, Amud Beis. The Gemara brought a machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. In a case where a woman made a nether, she said, I usher myself to all Yidin. The question is, does she usher to the Yavam? If her husband dies, is she usher to the Yavam because of her nether? Because do we say, does she even, does even, does she even think about the possibility that her husband may die and she'll fall to the Yavam, and therefore uh, she ha- has a mind to ask to the Yavam, or she's just trying to get out of the Baal. He, she doesn't want to live with the Baal, and she doesn't want to make him feel bad, so she uh, says everyone, but she doesn't have in mind the Yavam. So Rav said, the Yavam's not like the Baal, she doesn't have in mind the Baal. Shmuel says, the Yavam's like the Baal, she has in mind the Baal. So Abaye brought a riot to Rav. It's Mestaber, she doesn't think of the husband. Because we know the Mishnah said that whenever a woman is thinking to ask her the Yavam, then we don't request that the Yavam give her Chalitza because it's her fault that she intentionally wanted to uh, remove the possibility of Yibam. So the Mishnah said that that if a woman asks with another, the uh, Yavam... Um, if she answers herself from getting Hanaf from the Yavam, from the Yavam during her husband's lifetime, we force the Yavam to give her Chalitza. Now if, the Gemara said, V'imisa, if she's thinking of the possibility that her husband might die and she'll fall to the Yavam, so that means she's intentionally trying to destroy the possibility of Yibam, then why do we force him to do Chalitza we should only request him to do chalitza. Because the Mishnah says that if she has in mind to aser yibam, then we will not force the yavam to give her chalitza, but rather we only request it. And the, the Gemara is saying, if you're going to say like Shmuel, that she thinks of the possibility she may fall to yibam, then why would we force the yavam to do chalitza? We should only request it. The Isa, the Daita, if she thinks of that possibility, then we should just request of her to do chalitza. Says Gemara, really Shmuel is right. Really she thinks of the possibility of falling to the Yavam and Shmuel is right. She is, therefore, she thinks of that possibility. She's doing it intentionally. And really we shouldn't force the Yavam. We should only request of him. But you know what our mission is talking about? Here we're dealing with the Isha Sheyesh Labanim, a woman that has children. Since she has children, she for sure, even according to Shmuel, doesn't think about the possibility of falling to Yibam. She doesn't think her husband will die. Her, first of all, her children will die, and then her husband will die. Um, this much, she doesn't think of the possibility. So the Gemara says, Really? 
That means if she doesn't have children, then my, then what? She does think about the possibility. And then we don't force him to do chalitza, we merely ask of him. Mevakshin, then we would ask of him. Then adetoni im neskavno lekach, then instead of the Mishnah saying, if she expressly is mechavein ta'asr the avam, afilu b'chayibala, even in the lifetime of the husband, we don't force the Yavam to give chalitza, why would the Mishnah have to say that if she's mechaven, then we only request of the Yavam, we should differentiate and teach within the very case itself, even if she's not mechaven, that, um, in other words, you know when we're kaifin oisai? You know when we force the Yavam to give chalitza? When he has children. But if he doesn't have children, we should merely request. But rather we see from here, it doesn't matter if she has children. And it doesn't matter if she doesn't have children. It must be, why did it have to say in the Mishnah, if she's mechavin ta'asr, the husband, the yavam, then we don't force him to do chalitza. But if we're in the world of Shmuel, then the only reason we force is because she has children. And so just say, and if there aren't children, then we don't force. Why do you have to say, if she's mechavin, we don't force. If we're in Shmuel, the default is that she is mechavin, as long as she doesn't have children. Elashmamina, it must be, that loishna yesh labanim, loishna in labanim. It doesn't matter if they're children or not. Nevertheless, even if there are no children, we don't say she thinks about the possibility, and therefore koyfenoisa. We force him to give her chalitza, kerav like rav shmamina. The halachas like rav, and the only time we don't force is if she's explicitly mechaven to aser the yavam. Hadrin alach beishamai. Okay, we begin a new parak, the parak Cheresh Shanasa Pikachas. We have a big Mishnah here. Almost all the case of the, of the Mishnah we've already seen in the previous parak. So it should be a breeze, a walk in the park, as they say. Cheresh Shanasa Pikachas. A deaf mute that married a sane woman. Usually we say a deaf mute is not fully sane. Or a sane man who married a deaf mute woman. So either he's a cheresh or she's a chereshes. If he wants to divorce, he could divorce. Because in both of these cases, the marriage is only midrabanan. So since it's midrabanan, even though a chereshes doesn't have das, now the woman never has to have das for a gitin, but even a cheresh who, how can he give a get? He doesn't have das. The answer is, his marriage is only Medrabanan in the first place. If he wants to be Maitzi, Chareshes, a deaf mute, if he wants to divorce, Yoitzi, he could divorce her. If he wants to keep her, he could keep her. Kishem, 
Shehu koines beramiza, kachu moitzi beramiza. The same way, how did the Chirish marry her in the first place? He married her by, he couldn't say Hareya Mekodesh, see? He uh, pantomimed it, he motioned, he, he gesticulated. So likewise, he divorces her by gesticulating. A sane man who married a sane woman. Then she became a chareshes. And Ratsa, if he wants to divorce her, he can, because a woman doesn't need das to get divorced. If he wants to keep her, he could keep her. If she became insane, he can't divorce her. Because we're afraid a woman who's insane, she could be taken for her to be abused immorally, so she can never be divorced. Nisharishu, if he becomes a cheresh, oinishtata, then enemaitzayalamis, he can never divorce her because their marriage was medayraisa and he has no way to be mavatoa. Amar Abiyochim ben Nuri, Abiyochim ben Nuri said, Mimneima ha'isha shenisharsha yoitza. Why a woman who became a deaf mute you could divorce her? And a man who became a deaf mute, you can't divorce. So they said back to There's no comparison. A man who divorces is not in any way similar to a woman who gets divorced. A man needs das to divorce his wife. A woman does not need das to get divorced. A woman can be divorced. A woman goes out willingly, or unwillingly. A man can only divorce willingly. And therefore, to support this, to substantiate this, Rabbi Yochanan ben Gudgada, Alachareshes, Rabbi Yochanan ben Gudgada, testified about a deaf-mute woman. Shehisiya of her father married her off. Now a deaf-mute woman, if her father is marrying her off, it's a marriage dairaisa. She yoytza beget, she could get divorced with a get. So Amrulai, the Chachamim said, Abzuki yoytza Likewise, if a man married a woman and she became a chareshes, you could divorce her. Next case, Bezachin, Haration, two deaf brothers. Nasu and the Bezachis Haroshis. They married two deaf sisters. Oilishte Achoyos Pikachis. Or two sisters that are sane. Oilishte Achois are two sisters, Achos Haroshis, Achos Pikachis. One deaf mute and one sane. Or two sisters that are deaf. Nesuan l'shtei achim pika married to two sane brothers. L'shtei achim rashon two deaf mute brothers. L'shtei achim or to two brothers. Echad cheresh vechad pikeach one cheresh and one pikeach. Harei elu peturin menachalitza umenayibam. They are potter from chalitza nayibam. Why? Because it's Achasishtai. The woman that falls to you is your wife's sister. It's plain and simple. But if these two women that the two brothers married were not sisters, 
So Yichnaisu, you can marry her. If you want to divorce her, then you can divorce her because one of you are a cheresh. So, it's a marriage drabanan. So even if he's a cheresh and she's a pikeach, the marriage is only midrabanan to begin with, so he could divorce her. Next case, two brothers. One is a cheresh and one is a pikeach. Nesuin pikachis. Married to two sisters that are pikachis. Two, two brothers. One was a cheres, one pikach. Married to two sisters. Pikachas. So, a, one, two brothers. One was a cheres, one was a pikach. Married to two sisters. One was pikach. Uh, both of them who are pikachas. If the deaf mute brother married to the pikachas died, what should the sane brother married to the sane woman do? Nothing. This woman's not zakuk to him because she's achosishtai. The woman goes out because it's his wife's sister. If the pikeach, bala pikachas, dies. Mayasa chirish bala Now, what does a chirish bala do? Now he's in hot water. Because the woman is zakaptimidairaisa. His wife, who is a pikachas, is only married to him midrabanan, because he's a chirish. So the halach is moitzish to beget. He has to get rid of his wife. His wife is achoisakukasai. His wife is the sister of a woman who's Zakak to Midaraisa. The Aishas Achiv and his wife and the wife of his brother, Asur Lailam, is also forever because it's the sister of his Grusha. So Nebuch, a Cheresh, who's married to Pikachas, if his brother's wife died, even Bizman right? A deaf mute man married to a regular woman, if Nebuch's brother dies, without children, and his brother was married to the, his wife's sister, it could be a very uh, terrible situation for him. Shnei... What? If the marriage is at Terabanan, and now it becomes the right that he has to marry, after the boom to the... Yeah, exactly. His he uh, him being a cheresh, he was only able to be married to his wife Midrabanan. But when his brother died, his brother's wife, who's his wife's sister, is falling to Midiraisa. So the zika that she has Midiraisa is going to answer his rabbinic wife to him. And the fact that and he can't live with the Yavama either, because the Yavama was his rabbinic wife's sister. Shnei Achin Pikchin. Two sane brothers married to two sisters. One was deaf mute, one was sane. If the sane brother died, married to the charashes, then the Yavama leaves. If the sane brother married to the pikachas dies, what does the same brother do, married to the Chareshes? 
he divorces his wife with a get, because his wife is again Achoisikukasai. And Eishas Achiv He can't do Yibum to her, but he gives her Chalisa. Now, in the previous case, you had two brothers, one's a Cheresh and one a Pikeach, married to two Pikachas, and the Cheresh died. The Pikeach, Baal Pikachas, uh, stays with his wife, and the Yivama goes out, Mishamachosisha. But when the Pikeach, Baal Pikachas, die, the Cheresh, Baal Pikachas, he has to divorce his wife, and Eishas Achiv is Osir, he can't give her Chalitza. Because a cheresh can't give chalitza in the previous case. Shnei, next case. Shnei achin, two brothers. Echor cheresh, echor bekech. One is deaf mute, one is bekech. So a deaf man and woman are married, and a sane man and woman are married. If the deaf mute woman dies, the husband of the deaf Mute woman. Again, they're two sisters, so not a problem. The chareshes goes out. If the pikeach bal pikachas dies, mayasa chiresh bal chareshes. The Chirish Val Chareshes is married to his wife Midra Banam, but the Zika Midai Raisa is going to asser his wife upon him. beget, and because he can never even give her chalitza. Next case: Shnei Achin, two brothers, Echad Chirish Echad Pikeach, Nesuin two brothers, one is deaf mute, one is sane, married to two foreigners. Pikhais. Okay. Two brothers. One's a Cheresh and one's a Pikeach. They're married to two Nachriyos who are Pikachais. Meis Cheresh Baal Pikachas. Mayasa Pikeach Baal Pikachas. If the Cheresh dies, what does the Pikeach do? He could do whatever he wants to this woman. It's a regular case. A regular woman's falling to him. There's no, there's no erva here. What if Meis Pikach Baal Pikachas? What does she do with the Cheresh? Mayasa Cheresh. If the Pikach Baal Pikachas die, Mayasa Cheresh Baal Pikachas. What does the Cheresh do to a Pikachas that falls to him? He can't give her Chalitza. He's a Cheresh. He could give her Yibum and then he can never divorce her. Next case, Shnei, Achin, Pikhin, Nesuin, Lebez, Nachriyos. Two sane brothers married to two foreign women. Achas Pikachas, Biachas Chareshas. Two sane brothers married to two regular women. One is normal, one is not. They're not sisters. Meis Pikach Bal Chareshas. If the Pikach, the husband, of the Chareshes die, he can't give her Chalitza, but he could do Yibam. He could divorce her because you don't need Das, you don't need the woman's Das to give her a divorce. 
מייס פיקח בעל פיקחס, מה יעשה פיקח בעל חרשס? He could do whatever he wants. It's a regular woman falling to a regular guy. Oy chalitz, oy meyabi. He either does chalitz or yibam. Shnei achin, two brothers. Echad chayresh. One is deaf, echad pikeach. Nesuin lebeiz nachuyos. Achaz chareshes, achaz pikeachas. Two brothers. One deaf, one sane. Married to two regular women. One deaf, one sane. Meiz chayresh bal chareshes. If the deaf man married to the deaf woman died, he could divorce her. I'm sorry, he could marry, do Yibam. And if he wants to divorce her, he could divorce her. If the sane man dies, what does the Cheresh char- do? If the Pikach dies, and basically a Pikachas is falling to a Cheresh, he can't give her chalitza, but he can never give her a divorce because he doesn't have das. Bottom line is the chachamim were masakin marriage midrabanan to a cheresh and a chareshes. But were they masakin marriage midrabanan to a shaita? We don't find that in the Mishnah. They're only masakin marriage midrabanan to a deaf person, not to a shaita. Amar Rami Barchama. Maishna cheresh. What, Michael? Why should he marry? Why should he marry her? It's, it's to do the mitzvah, but it's not really a mitzvah because he's. Why should he marry her? He could also. What did he accomplish by? by the chayresh. What should the chayresh do to this sane woman? Well, by the way, she's stuck, so she can't marry anyone in the world. By marrying her, he does a mitzvah. Is he chayiv in mitzvah? He's not chayiv in mitzvahs, but. It's his only option, otherwise she's stuck. Now once he does Yibam, he can't divorce her. Because he doesn't have Das. But at least she has someone to live with, as opposed to she's in no man's land. She's Zakuk to Yibam and nothing's happening. So she have a house, okay. So we see from the Mishnah that the Chachamah Rumasakin married Midrabanan to a deaf, mute man and woman. But we don't find that by Yashoyta. Why were the rabbis masakin marriage with Rabbanon to a cheresh v'chareshes and not to a shoiteh v'shoita? A male fool and a female fool. Amar Ali Merchama, Ma'ishna cheresh v'chareshes detakino l'rabbanon nesuin? What is different about a cheresh v'chareshes that the, rab- the rabbis were masakin nesuin? Ma'ishna d'shoita, shoiteh v'shoita, d'loitakino l'rabbanon nesuin. D'tanya, shoiteh v'katan, a fool and a minor, shenasu nashum umesu nishoisen peturais menachalitzam and ayibum, because they were never married. So Gemara basically say a deaf mute man and woman they could stay married. They're normal. Maybe they don't have fully developed das, but they're not crazy. But crazy people can't be married. Says the Gemara cheirish v'chareshes dekaima tekanta drabanon a deaf mute man and woman that they can observe a rabbinic enactment and have a marriage to Kino Rabban and Nesuin. The rabbis are Masaki in marriage. They can never fulfill a rabbinic enactment. A man cannot live with a snake in one basket. The rabbis were not Masaki in Nesuin. 
why by a katan they were not masakin nesuin and a cherish they were. A cherish is not, a katan is not crazy. So a katan and a cherish basically have the same level das. Why were they masakin for a cherish and not for a katan? Cheresh can never be married otherwise. They will never enter a realm of marriage. The rabbis were masakin nesuin. But katan, a minor, eventually they'll come to the possibility of full-fledged marriage. The rabbis did not enact nesuin. The Asya Leklal Nesuin, but the Rabbanon Nesuin. But we know that even though they were not Mesakin for a Katan, because he will come into the category of Nesuin, but a Katana will come into the category of Nesuin, and the Rabbanon were Mesakin for a Katana Nesuin. Why? They'll eventually come into the category of Nesuin. So it's going on there, it's different. A girl needs to be protected, otherwise she could be abused. So that they don't deal with her in a ownerless way. So now the Gemara says something very interesting. So the masakin for a katana, so she's not abused. They're masakin for a chareshes also. Why is it a katana could nullify a marriage? And a chareshes, which is mizrabanan, cannot. Umayishna ketana de mema'enas. What is special about a ketana? She could be mema'in. Umayishna chareshes, the loy mema'enas. And a chareshes not. Says the Gemara, very simple. If we're going to allow the chareshes to do mi'un, dimkein mimni v'loy nizbi, then men would keep away and they would never marry her. By a ketana, we say that, okay, I'll take my chances with the katana. It's not like she could abolish it forever, but the, sta- the state of being deaf-mute is forever. So why would a man want to marry a deaf-mute if we allowed her to do mion? Then she would forever be in a state of mion. She, could, she would forever be in a state that she could do mion. And then a guy would say, well, why should I marry her? At 90, she could do mion. I can never, at least with the Ketana, I'll make her work for three years, and then I'll let down my guard, and I'll cho- show my true self. But with the Chareshes, well, my whole life I have to be on guard. She could, she could nullify it at any time. So therefore we can't give her that option. Okay, Marv Rabbi Thank you so much for joining. And uh, we're closing in on the end of Mesachas Yivamais. Wishing... You a wonderful night. <laughs> You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.